0: Okay, guys. Hello, welcome to the first episode of our podcast, which we've we decided to call the Myoclonic Jerks. I think so. Yeah, I think that's my name's uh, MJ, and uh, I'm uh, I'm your my your host, maybe you could say, and my co-host. I don't know, co- you're on the same level, right? I guess so, yeah. Because so co-host kind of makes you sound like you're... Let's not get hung up on it. I'm Will. Uh, okay, what's Will? the idea of the podcast? <laughs> Fair enough. Let's not get bogged down in semantics. i hanging around <laughs> yeah, Will. Yeah. That just just for to like half an hour of... But technically, yeah. I don't know. Hold on, bring up the etymological dictionary.
1: Does co-insinuate equal level of <laughs> yeah. dignity? I don't know. Uh,
0: anyway, so just to set the scene, uh, my name is MJ. I'm a comedian, but also a clinical pharmacist. And Will is a third-year medical student, mm-hmm. hopefully fourth year in a hopefully th- couple fourth of months. year. Okay, but uh, I think once this podcast gets out, I think you'll you might be out of the game altogether. If they put uh, me straight yeah. to consultant level, yeah. Mate, yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, just to give set set the scene for you guys. Uh, anyway, so
1: we both do comedy, yep. which is, I think, a diplomatic way of putting it. Uh, yeah. and. <laughs> We thought it'd be cool to do a podcast for med students and farm students, I guess. And yeah. Anyone yeah. who wants to refresh on stuff that one of us is yeah. studying at the time.
0: That's right. And uh, yeah, and, but I like, I like how we'll use the word students specifically because we don't want to be educating anyone who needs to make actual clinical decisions. Yeah, which actually including people's patients. Lives. Yeah, especially, <laughs> including especially patients. Especially patients. Especially yeah. patients. I, don't, I don't know if we're, if we're going to get get that demographic I'm assuming no demographic. No, no. Okay. Yeah. But, Starts uh, to
1: start low and yeah. 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 Start low. Go, go slow. Low. Go slow. Yeah. We'll titrate our medicine. listeners over <laughs> <laughs> 10 years.
0: Okay. But uh, anyway, uh, I, for, for the first episode, we have a very, wh- how would you describe him? A, a Distinguished.
1: Distinguished. Distinguished guest. Diet, respected. Now, are you sure you don't want a pseudonym?
0: Yeah, so after after that <laughs> intro, are you sure you don't want to be de-identified as uh, star 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 star? No, <laughs> uh, is a pharmacist, anesthetics fellow, comedian, Olympian, father. I I I saved the uh, most impressive uh, achievement for one. He's able to come in that order. Yeah, he's fatherhood able to come is my to lowest priority. Okay, <laughs> maybe don't play this for your child, eh? <laughs> but uh, guys, please give a welcome to. Doctor Michael Toon. Hello. Yeah. yeah, I should get a soundboard. <coughs> Thanks for having me. Like but um, so what we decided to do was uh, every time we do this uh, uh, this podcast, we were going to just kind of just cover broadly a topic, and um, and we we brought Tony in because he's a, he's a wealth of knowledge, and uh, he was he's got to cover like some medical history facts for us, I suppose, about what we're talking about today, which was at the request of Will.
1: Uh, Warfarin. Warfarin. Because, uh Warfarin. Nice. Maybe one of, you know, OSCE stations that have come up in the past have included Warfarin counselling. So okay. I thought.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Just to say it's a pharmacist job. Next
0: station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just see that yeah. the, the right
2: pharmacist right. will be in with you shortly. Here's a booklet. 10 out
0: of 10. <laughs> yeah. Give them something to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, maybe you should explain to people what OSCEs are because not everyone is uh, uh, around not, the lingo. I'm not
1: entirely familiar myself, to be honest. Really? No. Ob- uh, obs- uh, uh, Objectives. Objective, structured. Structured.
0: Okay, that's fine. Clinical it
2: was examination.
0: Uh, uh, organization well, for security, security and Cooperation co- in Europe. No, that's yeah, not the well right one. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, I told you. Degree. I told you. I got it. Objective oh, go. structured clinical examination. clinical examination. There <laughs> you go.
2: Okay. There's different... I've actually never done an OSCE because all my exams have been called something else. Mm. I know and there's a made thing made called an OSCE. as well, right? Yeah. What? What's a- that? A- <laughs> yeah, that's right. I never did an exam. Yeah, never, yeah, yeah, never actually yeah. went to med school. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, we have White Patel here. Yeah, I'm a... No. Chiro- <laughs> I'm a doctor the same way a chiropractor is... Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man we, 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 yeah, just, we, anyway, we, we just cut out uh, you know five listeners just yeah, every, yeah all the chiropractors yeah. just beep, uh, hung up. Right. I always
2: used to say it's like thank god you're here for doctors exactly you walk in the room they're like thank god you're here examine this hip that's it Yeah. yeah. The thank god you're here, here. Yeah. patient presents with abdominal pain a yeah. history yeah. 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 yeah
1: but there are some far-fetched ones like this guy needs a transplant so I don't think I'm going to be part of this decision as an intern <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Anyway, uh, so let's go on to yeah, warfarin before we yeah, go. On on to one of Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, so quickly, uh, warfarin. Uh, my, my experience as a clinical pharmacist, I actually see it used less and less with, with the uh, introduction of... Well, previously they were called NOACs, which are new oral anticoagulants. But now, I, rec- I think it's been long enough. I think we call them DOACs now, direct oral anticoagulants. Because enough time has passed. Nothing, but yeah.
2: Yeah, they thought it was stupid calling them novel when they've been around for 10 years. Yeah, like I know. Like a foresight, really.
0: hmm yeah, I know. It, it was a bit. Uh, well, I
1: guess this is the last thing we come up with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed oral <laughs> anticoagulant. Um,
0: anyway, so so warfarin. So uh, warfarin is uh, is a cl- uh, very old anticoagulant uh, uh, used often in the in the context of uh, DVT uh, prevention and uh, atrial fibrillation. What else is there? What else are we? I think those are the two big ones. Yeah. I have a
1: question which yep. you educated me about the other day. Mm-hmm. So it's so old, we have these new oral anticoagulants. Yep. Why use warfarin still?
0: Why use warfarin? It's because uh, the, the, the the main, t- the coo- two contexts that, that, that you mainly see it in clinical practice is when a patient has poor renal function. So the DOACs, uh, which is, if anyone uh, wants to look it up, rivaroxaban, apixaban, stuff like that, they only, uh, they're not, they're contraindicated, I believe, at creatinine clearance under 30. And we can look that up. I got all my... Got all my things here, but I'll look that up while you guys are talking later. But oh, yeah. do you
2: want me to chime in with some clinical, yeah, real? T- uh, so the reason we still use warfarin is well, it's dirt cheap for starters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's
0: reversible. Oh yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. But there are some drugs with with reverse. Yeah, with they're, they're getting that way. Now. They yeah. ne- they
2: weren't initially though, mm-hmm. so that was a big concern. And then the other thing is they actually prove that the patient's taking it. You can oh, do an INR because you can't. I've never considered uh, that. Yeah, consider so it's that. good for compliance because yeah. you can do an INR and say, because a lot of patients are recalcitrant and they don't take it. Yeah, that's true. Disobedient, we like yeah. to call them. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you <laughs> not they, like. they must be punished. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, you can prove they're taking it, so that's a good one.
0: Yeah, but but you can also prove someone's taking a DOAC with a uh, factor 10A. Yeah, but However, well, yeah, factor 10A, weird. but yeah. there is evidence, I did read that, factor 10A, the, the actual. Uh, Correlation between actual clinical outcomes and factor ten A isn't isn't hundred percent. Like you know, like yeah. someone might have a might have a good factor ten A, but they might be a bleeder. Someone yeah. might be someone might be under and still bleed. Someone might be over and not bleed. Yeah. So, the, so I think they haven't really worked worked all that out yet. But yeah. I like, I, but I hadn't considered the fact that you could actually prove someone's taken it. Yeah, there's one more thing you said. And cost is a big. Oh thing. yes, the other. So the other the other thing. So the, the the two main reasons people would you would still see warfarin nowadays would be uh, poor renal function and also. Uh, valve replacement. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's replacement.
2: right. There's some conditions where the fa- the new ones aren't, aren't, uh, aren't uh, proven, proven to proven ac- yeah, to be non-inferior.
0: Maybe you should explain to people how, how that leads to how an atrial fibrillation might 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 lead to a clot. Because wh- when I was briefly studying at university, I was like, so what? Their heart is going funny. How how's that going to make a clot? So but that sounds like a doctor question. You guys can explain that while I look up my We can test Will's yeah. uh, Os- We'll yeah, uh, will o- just do a o- brief Thank run, God yeah, you're
1: osky. here. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so uh when you look at uh Verschau's Verschau. Ver- triad. No, I don't is it? think it's oh, wow. Verchow. I've been watching charité. Um, it is Virchow's triad, isn't it? It's not Virchow; it's Virchow, Virchow, or something like oh, that. It's something German, anyway. Wait, wait.
0: How, how do you say this? I'm going to bring it up on the screen now. Virchow. I don't even that's, know. Is see that Greek? that's Greek.
1: Virchow. Is that is that Greek? What is no, that? That's the international phonetic alphabet. Anyway. Oh my god. Uh, as uh, MJ, can, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's it's it's, it's watched Sharote on Netflix. It's uh, he he's a character in it actually.
0: What's Charité? That sounds like it's a the name
1: of a hospital in Berlin, a very famous hospital back a couple hundred years ago okay. where he was working and a bunch of other famous people. Anyway, that's the plug. His uh, <laughs> triad...
0: Coming for the sponsorship money to roll in from Netflix. <laughs> Thank you.
1: His triad <laughs> includes uh, stasis of blood flow, endothelial injury and hypercoagulability. Okay. They and those those three things, if you have them or any one of them, they increase your risk of blood clots, right? So if your heart is fibrillating, so if it's shaking and it's not really pumping blood, you get this stasis of blood flow, and that can cause clots. And if you get a clot that forms in say your left atrium, it can shoot up into your brain and cause a stroke. So that's why if you have someone on atrial fibrillation, you need to check. Uh, you need to make their blood a little bit more bleedy, okay, so that they don't have a, a uh, an ischemic. Stroke is that
2: nice? Adequate? Yeah, well okay. done. Yeah, you pass onto the transplant station. All <laughs> right, <laughs> Where are my gloves. No time to wash my hands. Yeah. so, um, so perform a liver transplant in five minutes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, okay, so, um, I was speaking to uh, Dr. toon recently about about how we were going to talk about wolf and You said there were some interesting stories about how it came about. Oh yeah, the yes.
2: history of Warfront's fascinating. Yes. Uh yeah. And it oh I have been dying to say this. Yeah. It all started off with a dead horse. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> uh and, and, and how it. Tommy sounds like a Sherlock Melbourne Holmes, Cup, you know. It, it sounds like yeah, this, yeah, this, this yeah. Tuesday that's Yeah, what the tail like. the yeah. tale begins. Okay. Mm.
2: Uh no, it's true. Um a bunch of cattle were dying uh, in Wisconsin. Well in the the midwest of the USA basically. Yeah. Uh from like seemingly minor bleeds. So like things like they do like castration and then the horse would bleed to death and cattle and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Or they had just like crazy like bleeding conditions. Wait, um,
0: wait, well, why are they castrating horses and, and cattle? Isn't these like... It's not like we have like, know. A, like a massive cattle... Oh, look, like, I don't... cattle problem. I,
2: yeah, yeah. I don't think... There's history and so forth yeah. that I read about. It didn't get into the okay. bioethics of animal intervention. There's some sicko who just likes getting out there and cutting yeah. off cow dicks. I'm not a sure specialist in
1: animal husbandry. Um, yeah, I'm not sure you know how castration works if you're thinking they're cutting off their oh, dicks. Oh, so, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, what right, the hell? Their balls, okay, fine. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> hey, it's, it's all one thing to me. Okay? It's all one <laughs> one big unit.
2: <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, the uh, yeah, the horses were all uh, dying or cattle were dying. Uh, and then finally, someone put two and two together where they realized that. And actually, someone didn't. Ex- uh, industrious farmer didn't an experiment and fed two different types of hay to um to the horses and compared to see which ones were affected. Because they found out it was actually the horses which were eating this moldy hay, which was sweet clover. So a moldy form of sweet clover. Moldy hay. Would yeah would would bleed to death. And the cattle and horses that were eating normal hay yeah. uh, were fine. And the problem was that it was back in like the 1920s, sort of 30s. And so it was all depression era. There was often either you'd have to feed moly hay to your horses or your horses would die. So it was kind of a problem where... You know, they were between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Their horses would either die of starvation or you could take your luck, feed them the dodgy hay, and they would die. And no one really knew what was going on. Mm. Uh, and then one uh, farmer got sick of this and he drove his bleeding uh, or his dead cow or horse, I forget. I think it was a dead horse, yeah. yeah. He drove his dead horse uh, to a university um, with a, a <laughs> bucket of blood from the horse. <laughs> Yeah, I kid you not yes. And he drove around And he was Well he wanted to take it to the vet To say this is ridiculous Yeah I, n- I need you know Someone to do something about this Or He basically just wanted to To show the He wanted to present the dead animal To show how serious
1: And how is his wits end You're okay. saying so it, The horse didn't have like a An, a, an AHD or something or A AHD Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> Fucking hell yeah, yeah. Don't worry Continue. Don't yeah, worry no, uh, right. I'll okay. get rid of that yeah, post. Yeah.
0: Don't worry Will If you
2: He had a gallop, gallop rhythm <laughs> When he oh, Auscultated him yeah, yeah yeah He presented with Hoarseness yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys we're going to dad's comedy yeah, yeah. hour Thank and you And Will yeah. will be Performing at the uh. Sit down comedy <laughs> So seriously they He took the horse To uh, the university And he was going to Take it to the vet Which is the obvious thing But there mm. was closed And there was no vet there But there was a guy Working after hours In the lab And that was the only Person he could find On the campus And he left the horse and the blood. Well, the horse, the guy wasn't interested in the horse, but he was actually fascinated. Uh, This guy in the bio, like medical sciences lab, was fascinated with this unclotted blood because he thought that, you know, blood that had been driven, in the Midwest, you know, summer, uh, for all that time, would show signs of coagulation, but it was liquid. And he was like, "Wow, this is fascinating." And so he said something, you know. So they they actually investigated and tried out, and they isolated what the what the uh, thing was, and it was um, a vitamin K. Divisions. Antagonists, which is a vitamin yeah. K is yeah. an essential, um, uh, well, vitamin, but it's uh, a part of the, you know, the, yeah. essential for clotting. The clotting, yeah, the clotting of factor. of human blood and the clotting cascade.
1: Your story checks out. Oh, sorry. Your story checks out. Do you know where warfarin, the name comes yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this go. is what I was saying before. It was in Wisconsin.
2: So yeah. the sponsorship of the studies to isolate the compound, which was dicumerol, which yeah. is what was warfarin was called. Oh, man, that um, sounds like
0: coumadin. Exactly. Hey. Yeah, yeah. And so
2: uh, it was uh, dicumerol. Uh, it was sponsored by the Wisconsin Alumni Research Foundation, yeah. which was WARF oh, man. and Wolfram. Yeah, yeah. What a f- what a,
0: what an origin you know, story! I like,
2: was saying it smells like sweet clover. Actually, if you look on a lot of cosmetics yeah. that are like the natural cosmetics, yeah. they 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 sent them with Coumadin. Um, so you're seeing a lot of cosmetics from like the Body Shop. You're looking; it's got cumidin as an ingredient, and it's yeah. because it gives it that that sweet clovery, really? grassy smell. Do the
0: tablets wow. smell nice?
2: No, I don't know. I've not smelt them. Okay. Yeah, you can oh. snort them if you like. Yeah, yeah. but I haven't. Oh. But yeah, the story continues that they found out what this... But, you know, originally they never used them as, as uh, blood thinners. Yeah. Um, because what happened was the guy who was in the lab got sick and mm. had to go and convalesce for a while. I think he got tuberculosis or something. Yeah. I kid you not. And he <laughs> yeah. sat around. And while he had tuberculosis, yeah. his lab got overrun by rats. And they ate the dicumarol. Oh dicumarole. my God! <laughs> yeah. What a fucking story! Yeah, they, they ate the dicumarol yes, and yes. died. Oh, and, and he came back to work poison. and he's like, I can sell this as a rat poison. Oh my God. And that's God. how warfarin became a rat poison. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That's um, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a fucking Netflix series. Yeah. But the great thing was because the rats, they... The thing was that they had heaps of stuff which would kill rats. Yeah. the problem was the rats would eat it and die. And then the next rat would come along and say, oh, food, dead rat, don't touch that food. Okay. But they would eat the dicumarol, Yeah. And then they would run away and die elsewhere. And so the rats would just be like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. He's dead over there, food over there. Those two things aren't related. Yeah. And then, so the, it became a popular rat poison. That's why rat sack is warfarin. Yeah. So, well, it's actually, it's longer acting. It's a different stuff. But they... um. So that's why when people, people call warfarin rat poison, or even you get patients these days and you say, we're going to put you on warfarin, they're like, oh, I don't want to go on rat poison. So the story continues. The way that they realised that it was going to be useful in people mm. was because a a depressed uh, army private, like a marine, he tried to kill himself and he, he took heaps of rat poison, thinking it was going to kill him. And
0: he never clotted it again. Uh, no, well,
2: he got a bleeding diastasis, yeah. So he got a bleeding problem. But they could reverse it with vitamin K. They gave him vitamin K to reverse it because they knew that warfarin was a yeah. vitamin K antagonist through the okay. laboratory studies that they had on working out its mechanism of action. Okay. Yeah. And actually, it's actually it's a vitamin K reductase. Uh, sorry, vitamin K epoxide reductase inhibitor. I think or vitamin K epoxide inhibitor. Anyway, anyway,
1: that's the mm-hmm. actual. Yeah. Actually I've vit- forgotten I knew all this a few years ago well, Vitamin K nowadays Is used to make rats super strong I've heard If you want to make like a super <laughs> Super strong rat, rat vitamin, K. Give them vitamin K Well they're resistant
2: to warfarin then Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, all these New York true. subway rats yeah. Who are just like All pepped up on <laughs> yeah. Vitamin K injections Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's Yeah, the like, yeah, yeah. they're like, they like, like fucking lifting weights yeah. and shit, and like injecting vitamin K. So acid. there, that's the story. I'm going to get that cat, and then they went, "Oh, hang on, this guy's got a like a, 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 like a coagulopathy, which is reversible."
1: Mm. They go, "Hey, we could treat people with heart disease with this." All right, so this brings us to our next question. Yeah. Then. yeah, if you have someone who's bleeding and who's on warfarin, and you want to, if they're really bleeding out and you want to do something to reverse it, what's some emergency steps you might use? well i think we've vitamin k vitamin k, vitamin k yeah. yeah yeah i think there are two others uh, uh I was com- compress the <laughs>
2: source of the bleeding no <laughs> <laughs> don't be so <laughs> stop the bleeding <ridiculous. laughs> <laughs> yeah call call a surgeon uh, uh, I've, read, uh, <laughs> I've read uh i've read uh
1: prothrombinex which is a bunch of yeah yep. factors, apparently yeah yep, correct uh and fresh frozen, fresh plasma. frozen plasma yeah, yeah. ffp um, i mean i mean that's just yeah. re-
0: that's just replacing the lost blood I so it's just yeah yeah, yeah. i know. i think
2: i don't know yeah. MCQ question, maybe. Yeah, yeah just mass- massive. Yeah. These days, just massive transfusion protocols activated. Mm. And everyone whips into action. Yeah, ah, be stopping the source of the bleeding. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. Or alternatively, <laughs> or, alternatively
0: <laughs> or alternatively, literally, you can get your mate to put you in his car with a bucket of your own blood and drive him to the next university. Yeah. yeah yes.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You can just take him to the Wisconsin the veterinary. Wisconsin, yeah, uh, that's standard. quite a
0: flight. I think, uh, but there's you really a lot of blood. Probably should just uh, to highlight because one thing that some people. Uh, asked me about is why can't I take... So there's Mar- Maravan yep. and Coumadin. So they're the, the, they're the two brands and if you're in Queensland, they start you on Maravan. If you're in New South Wales, they start you on Coumadin. Oh, that's helpful. Then, if you then, live then, in Tweed Heads they're or something. And you can't have... they uh, can not interchangeable because they're not bio-equivalent. Yeah. If you start on one, you're stuck on one. Um, there's
1: no chance of changing either.
0: I, th- I, th- I think they could. Like they, they could bridge you with with someone like Clexane, I imagine, or an. Oc- I, probably should, I probably should use generic names. I don't want to be. Uh I'm not, not in the pocket of Big Pharma, but uh, an oxyparin, also, I'll say that again. Uh, they, pr- they probably could bridge them with an on, on onto yeah, something else. Yeah, I mean, else. clinically,
2: practically, you could change quite easily as long as someone monitored your INR. Yeah, yeah, and You true. just tweaked it. Yeah, yeah, if you if you change to a different one and your INR goes down, then just up the dose of yeah, the new one until yeah. you find a new steady state So mm. you level out in flight. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think it would be too It doesn't a make it. It's not a big deal as yeah. long as someone's monitoring, which yeah. is the beauty of Orphan, as I was saying before. Mm. Yeah, you can tweak, tweak the dose and see if it's working.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So say I'm say I'm uh, it's my first time going on warfarin. How often will I need to be checked? Am I getting like daily? Uh, uh, I, think at the, I, think I
0: think it's a day. It's, I think at the start it's daily, and then after that, once it stabilizes, it's like every week.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. About, oh, less than weekly. It depends. It depends how stable you are, because mm. people are different with how they deal, with how how stable they tend to be over time. Because mm. also changes with your diet and all that sort of stuff. Apparently,
1: yes. uh, according to some guidelines I found. Uh, if you're low thrombotic risk, so someone with AF, atrial fibrillation, yep. you get uh, it on day one, then you measure it on day eight, and then day 15, so it's like weekly. And then after that, you can <coughs> after that you can increase it two weekly, then monthly, I think, or six weeks or something like that. But yep. if you're high risk, which is like a DVT, mm. then you do it daily initially, and you start spreading things out over time. Yeah, I think that's the... That's the guideline.
0: Sounds good. So um you you were mentioning about uh about someone mentioned about diet or whatever. And actually that reminded me of a of a funny story that um I was in I was in one of the few last few remaining um Eden Pizza Huts once. Um uh, it, it, it was it a was low time in my life. It, it it was not it was it was not too long after my separation, but <laughs> 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 but I was in a Pizza Hut Eden, <laughs> one of the last few um in Logan. And uh and uh, Wow, s- that's rock bottom Yeah, 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 yeah. You're at rock bottom Pizza Hut and Pizza Hut,
1: Pizza Hut Eden You're the only thing That hasn't left me Yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> And uh, what happened was Someone in their um, Their nose just started bleeding uh, Like profusely Wow Like it's all over the floor And then it's like And like I don't know His daughter was like Freaking out And was like uh ah, call the ambulance Or, or Spontaneously Or, or they, someone punched oh, them Oh, I don't know Know, t- maybe. Maybe um, he realised he was in a pizza and punched himself in the face. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. But um, running too fast yeah. to get
2: to the all-you-can-eat dessert bar.
0: Yeah. But uh, but uh, and then she kept saying that he's on warfarin. was uh, on warfarin. Yeah. And so, um, I, I so when we counsel patients, we, we we tell them to to kind of maintain the, like a steady vitamin K intake, and we and we talk to them about. Um, green leafy vegetables and stuff like that having a high vitamin K content. Yep. So they need to be more cognizant of that when they when they're thinking about their is diet.
1: It, who's eating green leafy vegetables at Pizza
0: Hut? Well, that's what, that's my point. Is is, is that is that
1: uh, yeah? Quickly rush him to the salad yeah, bar. Yeah, He's no, like Shoveling yeah.
0: spinach into yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so so funnily enough, there, yeah, there, there there was there was no treatment Extra rockets available. on his pepperoni. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there, there was no treatment to be found at that at that Pizza Hut. Yeah. But
2: um, did anyone try and compress the bleeding? Like I was saying before. Uh, Was that a bridge too far? Yeah (laughs) I don't know uh, You could type this Into your Google machine I did find it funny years ago Remember someone Actually this was a thing Someone was spiking The um, salad bar At Sizzler Oh yes With warfarin With, With warfarin Yeah and I found it funny that you know yeah. if actually if they were spiking the salad then potentially the green leafy vegetables in the salad. It's probably the would last neutralize. You put it. They didn't really realize yeah. that their yeah. evil plan was thwarted. No, that, that's, a, that's <laughs> a terrible plan. If you want yeah, to like, Oh, I'm going to kill
0: them with wolfram. If you want to kill the bones, salad. If you want to kill the bones, <laughs> you put them at the fucking potato skins. That's yeah, what you yeah, do. Yeah. It. You, you lace the potato skin
1: Okay. So what else can't you eat then? You can't eat uh, green leafy vegetables or you, at least you're going to if you're going to m- maintain that sort of level regularly. Yeah, so
0: what I have here, I have, I have a I have I have a guide that we give to patients, uh, which explains to them about their diet and warfarin. It's called "Eating Well with Warfarin." Uh, so you calculate the vitamin K content. So oh wow, that's really scientific. Say, it's actually yeah. got vitamin K in micrograms yeah. for so, a serving of, say,
2: Brussels sprouts. So
0: at the top is silver beet, raw silver beet, and actually, when you cook it, you actually get less vitamin K. Okay, all yeah. the way down to celery has the least of the greens. What's got the most? Silver beet. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so reckon, dark. So dark. So they, now I would have
2: thought mung beans were more than thirty-four micrograms in a cup.
0: But mung beans are like uh, not that green though. It's like to me, it's always dark, dark green leafy vegetables are the ones with the high vitamin K. That was just my yeah, right yeah. basic uh, thingy. And uh, I think that's, <laughs> I don't know, this, is, this is. I lot. like
2: they've got parsley. Raw. I mean, it's a garnish. Yeah, who's yeah, seriously know, having who's a quarter it? of <laughs> a cup of parsley? <laughs> that's, funny. Uh, that's funny. Now, now, Beryl, don't overdo it with the garnish yeah. again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know your warfarin plays up when... <laughs> so, uh, patient counselling. Patient counselling. So, we've well, said, we uh, always that. take the same brand of warfarin, Yes, yes for sure. T- take the warfarin tablets about the same time. Yes, same time. So when it's generally, it's
0: 4pm is, 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 is the time I see a lot. I forgot why that came about but 4pm is is a very common time I see clinically I think I know the to take yes. for what sorry to take your warfarin daily at 4pm Oh, okay. Yeah, you can answer this. Which is 20 minutes before. I know the reason. Oh, thank 20 minutes before you smoke weed every day. (laughs) So I just wish I had the fucking soundboard. Another test for a med student. Thank Uh, God you're here. Why do you take that? I believe
1: it's because you want to wait 12 hours before you measure the INR levels. Mm -hmm. And so it gives you an opportunity to do it in the morning. So if there's something wrong, you can fix that throughout the day. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, more or less, exactly. So if you take it at four, it gives you time to get your INR done in the morning and for the t- test result to come back and you need to change your dose in yeah. the afternoon. Yeah, So it all coincides with labs basically being able to do the work, get on the phone yeah. and to, to change your dose. Yeah, Because yeah. also in hospitals, the important thing is to prescribe it around that time because um, you want to get it done before the residents go home. Because mm. oh. if they give it to them at 6 p.m., uh and all the residents have left and the nurse is like oh my patient had their INR done this morning what dose of warfarin do i give them everyone's left for the day i've got to call poor ward call Uh, and the ward call is running around the hospital prescribing all these warfarin doses of patients they don't know whereas if you prescribe it at like three or four p.m you can just call the doctor on the home team they're still in the hospital check that blood test result prescribe me my warfarin bang done so right. That's yeah, really interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's interesting. That's really, like, yeah. To me, I'm fascinated sometimes about how yeah, actual yeah. So treatment protocols are affected by these kind of workflow yeah. things. It's I really wonder if that is
1: how they came out with 420 for weed. Like, well, we need to know yeah. the next day whether you need to smoke more weed. More <laughs>
0: weed. I know it's like, well, you know, maybe m- maybe some of the uh, maybe some of the potheads were forgetting it was 420, and the warfarin is actually actually like their trigger. <laughs> like, oh yeah, warfarin <laughs> yeah, 420. Uh, 420. They'd sound. smoke so much weed, they'd given themselves AF. They're all on warfarin. Oh
1: <laughs> uh, man, I reckon we should mention how it actually works.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yes, we should. Yes. So it, it's uh, it's a vitamin K an- antagonist, but it affects yeah a VKA. Yes, and it affects the cloning factors. And this is a little mnemonic, or not really a mnemonic. Oh yeah. Rule was it was all the uh, all the channels, TV channels, all the cloning channels It was two, seven, nine, and ten. Yeah. But that's obviously irrelevant now.
2: Now it's two seven nine. Ten. I view. Oh, sorry. Seven ABC
0: mates.
1: Kids. Yeah. Sunrise. Yeah. Sunshine. Yeah, ABC yeah. two. ABC three. ABC four. <laughs> NTV. Yeah. yeah. NITV. Yeah. <laughs> N-i- yeah. They are. And the, if you look at the clotting cascades, those clotting factors aren't in the actual order. Hey, it's because the order. It's the order they discovered them. They named them one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, that's right. Oh. And actually, that's yeah. how they. That's the order they discovered the TV channels as well. Like. <laughs> A bunch of scientists were high-fiving because Burt Newton <laughs> <laughs> appeared on their screens. <laughs> yeah.
2: Their Cloning Cascade, I wouldn't say it's rubbish, but it only explains the INR and the APTT, so the test they used for warfarin, and, and it's sort of evolved that people realise that Cloning Cascade is a extreme oversimplification of what actually happens. Oh, And yeah, the, now the theory of coagula- coagulation is now called the, the cellular theory. And it's a lot more about platelet, fibrin, and coagulation factor interaction. Yeah, the clotting cascade has sort of gone by the wayside, and it's only useful these days to um, explain how the INR and the uh, APTT are used to um, assess warfarin and heparin effect. Oh. It's not really a, a a clinical, you know, like biological thing. It's very much a laboratory construct, of the clotting cascade. Wow, wow, so there that's you like go, take a message. Such a, such
0: a wealth of knowledge, Tony. Maybe I should be reading more uh, in my off time, yeah. as opposed to making Gundam and masturbating. Um, yeah, go for it? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: You know, the, the way you remember the clotting cascade is that the each each clotting each factor actually ends in the letter of the subsequent one. So it goes 12, oh, which ends in E, yes. and then 11, which ends in N, then 9, which ends in E, which is 8, which ends in T, and then so 10. Shit. Yeah, and then the only one you actually have to remember is 7, comes in between those last two. It almost
0: sounds like a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it it's like weird, We're isn't a, we're isn't a it? bunch of like, tenfold had people it was like, oh my god, I can't imagine. Whoever worked
2: that out initially was Bitch. a genius because, mm. you know, you can just draw it all out and remember it. Yeah. But as you
1: say, it's all construct so yeah yeah i remember having to learn yeah, that one. and what a waste of time mm. <laughs> anyway i was going to say uh, apparently there's one absolute contraindication to warfarin therapy oh no sorry there are tons yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but there's one that we're interested in can you guess what it is? contraindication uh, yeah i think i think we'll uh i think we should try to Link this idea to everything we cover on the podcast.
0: Okay. Uh, one absolute contraindication, eh? Hey?
1: It's priap- priapism. Priapism. Oh, okay. Mm. Previously documented hypersensitivity, this guideline says, pri- e.g., priapism.
0: Priapism. Why would priapism. Oh, I think if you take wolf
1: and take a and you get a. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have it again. Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't, re- I didn't realise For warfarin can cause priapism.
1: I guess that's what they're saying. Yeah. Okay. That's why I take warfarin, it. Warfarin, otherwise <laughs> known as the poor, poor man's Viagra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One-way Viagra. Uh, <laughs>
2: Irreversible Viagra. Oh, okay. Uh, Viagra's got an interesting story how it yeah. came yeah, out I, as I, well. I, I call
1: it sorfarin. <laughs> <laughs> My name's <is> Will.
0: <laughs> Will name's w- Will. W-I-L-L. Uh, funny, funny. Um, but anyway, I, I think... <laughs> uh, so, like I said, Tuney, the well of wealth of knowledge, we should definitely bring you back for, for other episodes to tell I'd us be all. Delighted to come everything. back. thank you for having I me. Love it,
1: I love One it. No, it's, um, it's the med student and the guy who makes Gundam. I yeah, think that's, yeah, it's all the knowledge we need on this podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, all, it's, all it's been is just, it's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's just me and Tony just telling us these amazing facts. Me just going like, wow. I'm just trying to turn that into a joke about my dick. And then MJ and then, going like, how do you know things? <laughs> <laughs> what this hidden knowledge? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, boy. But anyway, um, thanks for guys listening. We should probably make some kind of social media thing for people to like, maybe. No? No. Nah. No, Will shaking his head. Okay, just download it. From I mean, you can. It. Oh, yeah, no. I'm I know. I'm talking, I'm doing everything here anyway, so <laughs> I might as well do that. Um, okay. might be the so, last episode. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's mu- uh, trouble in paradise already, mate. What's it called again? Myoclonic Jerks. Myoclonic Jerks. My wife likes podcasts. Okay. She says that okay. she's
2: encouraged. It's the only reason I can leave the house. She says, if you make a podcast, I'll listen. That's a good enough reason to leave the house. Oh, so okay, thank, you. thank you. Thank okay. you for getting me out for the day.
0: Good, good. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I'm, 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 always, I'm always up for tearing a husband away from his wife. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> i <I'm sorry. laughs> Too o- real. Open, <laughs> open wound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. Is for is anyone to know, my ex-wife cheated <laughs> <laughs> on me. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Whoa, okay. It's all about, yeah. t- uh, uh, to be continued, episode two. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs>
1: It all started with a dead horse. A dead horse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay, that's perfect. That's perfect way to end it. We come full circle. Okay. Yeah. Well, episode one.
2: It all started with a with dead, dead horse. horse. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Finished okay. it a pizza hut and Logan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, thanks. Thanks to Doctor Toon. We'll uh, catch you again. Uh, I'm MJ and Will. Well, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.